Hello. Oh, yeah. How's it going? How are you doing? Right. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you properly, Ross. Banging. Okay. So it's lovely to meet you. I hope you're doing okay, Brody. Yeah, no, good, good. It's nice, Banging. To, it's nice to meet you. Thanks so much for uh, putting, it, putting it on the on the playlist and stuff. Uh, oh no, Defo! Oh mate, it's it's legit been a pleasure. I'll tell you something. We've had such a good like reaction to it. Like it's unreal. Great. I've been walking around the studio and everything. Everyone's been like coming at me like, you know, this is such a good song. It's so good. I'm like, thank you. You know, it is really, yeah. <laughs> really good. You know, that's why I got it on there. But um, yeah, I'm ready to start whenever you am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Banging. Okay, so my first question for you, Brody, is, um, you're really like early on in your career, and obviously, what people want to know is. They want to know everything about you, you know what I mean? Anything that they can get. So this is your opportunity to just tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, do, I don't know. I don't know if there's, if there's that much outside of the songs. It's, it's very interesting. Uh, but I'm I'm from up up north in, in Hull uh, on the East Coast. Um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> what to say to that? It's a big question. Um, it is a big question. It is big. I've been playing for a long, long time. Um, I started releasing music about... 2020 um and then a pandemic hit and sort of capped that pretty much immediately so this is a this is sort of the, the next the next time i've had to really get get my act together and start playing live and stuff again um but yeah uh <laughs> i don't know what's uh did, yeah, um, did like the virus like affect anything like with your music did it give you like more time to like be creative and like think about stuff or was it more like a hindrance um, it was it was a bit of a weird one. I think in th I think in theory I probably did what everyone did, which was uh, had some time and had this big ambition to to write a lot more. That didn't happen. What happened was that I just just got very stressed out with <laughs> not being able to leave the house and uh, not really know what was going on with work or my housing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I got um. A, unrelated to the pandemic i ended up getting quite ill in 2020 um which which did curb stuff a lot, a lot more than uh than the pandemic did so it was i i think i'd released maybe a couple of tunes and then didn't really get to um deliver on them the same way because i was sort of in and out of hospital for a bit uh so it's nice that you know i'm sort of feeling a lot better these days and can definitely can make, can oh my on. god definitely uh, I'm glad you're feeling better now, though. I'm glad you're back up and running. Everything's going good. Um, yeah, it's it's tough time. You know what I mean? Very tough time. But, you know, you're back out of it. And the work you've been doing lately is just it's brilliant. You know, you've had a, sh a string of, like, singles. And they've just been really, really, really good. What made you want to, like, do music and go down, like, a musical path? Because you, like, you've got an act for it. You know what I mean? Like, you're really, really talented, really good at it. What made Thanks. you want to do it in the first place? Yeah, cheers. I um, that's a that's a good question. I I think all I wanted to do when I was younger was play guitar. I started playing guitar about nine. Um, so I don't I don't know what the motivations were outside of that. Outside of just wanting to play, being being that young, um, it was just something that I really liked. I grew up listening to um a lot of White Stripes. I think I probably just wanted to be Jack White as a kid. <laughs> Um, and well, still do. To be fair, he's uh, he's got it all, hasn't he? But um, there you go. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I guess um, what I don't know. It, it's one of those things that like um, that it has some real highs and lows, and I, I sort of battle with it a lot. Uh, 
sometimes sometimes it's the best feeling ever and sometimes it's the worst feeling ever and it sort of oscillates between those two things and I think um, part of me wonders if <laughs> if I'd have started later on if I'd, if I'd have kept doing it or whether, whether I'd have got uh, got knocked knocked back but I think starting so young and being so obsessed with music for such a long time has sort of just <laughs> turned into this uh, I don't know it's sort of intrinsic to my personality now without without yeah. any of justification for it other than just enjoying it you know Um, i mean it's not a bad thing that isn't a bad thing at all you know what i mean and it's like you say having that like kind of build up and kind of like upbringing around it and in it it definitely definitely helps um with what you've got going on now i think with your latest single hedonist um our record of the week it's a very like creative project and there's a lot of like characterization in it you know what i mean and I think that's something you do very, very differently to everybody else. What do you think's inspired that? Where's that characterization come from? Um, yeah, it's it's funny because the character of that other narrator, at least, is, is sort of the is the is the draw for it. Um, it. I mean, it started as that song sort of started as a as a separate concept to what what I'm doing now, which was which was about it was sort of this joke about a man who's visited by his own ghost who sort of warns him that he needs to. Um, sort himself out otherwise he's gonna end up being a ghost and he takes it the wrong way and sort of goes on a goes on a bender and then it, it becomes this cyclical self self-fulfilling prophecy that i'd sort of binned that off because it was it was too big of a concept for me to deal with um, but what i did take out of it was the character who uh who features in Hedonist, who's you know ambling through this sort of chemically induced quarter life crisis but i think I'd, I'd sort of dabbled in the in single previously uh, which is eternally very, very different. But lyrically, I'm going for this sort of um, meta-modern thing where I'm, I'm taking two very disparate um, feelings and, and putting them right next to each other so it causes this sort of uncomfortable conflict. There's there's a few artists that do it really well. Father John Misty has got, is really good at it. There's a, there's a tune of his that I can't say because we're on the radio and it, it's got swearing in the title. But and there's another one by John Grant uh, called Metamorphosis, um, which do a really good job of that. And there's this, there's a whole record um, of Care Tempest, Let Them Eat Chaos, where they do a very similar thing or, or highlight at least, you know, this this conflict that's that sort of come around post post social media, where there's such a, a stream of like incredibly harrowing. <laughs> You know, stuff next to like the most, uh, you know, just light-hearted, funny stuff, and then yeah. how supposed to process that? And lyrically, I'm sort of trying to reference that where there's some really dark stuff in that song, next to just some really stupid stuff, and um, it sort of forms the basis for the for what will be the EP, which the the the, uh, the track is is from. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's sort of it's really just centered around that conflict lyrically yeah do you think like the characterization is something you'll carry on with in the future even on a different ep a different album way way down the line do you think it's something or something that you could bring to the stage like performing yeah sure it's nice to um you know as as a lot of musicians i've got a lot of we've got a lot of self-loathing ross which means that i <laughs> Any opportunity that I get to not be myself is is welcomed. Um, yeah, I, I 
I used to, I think I used to write a lot more about, about myself. And I think, um, I just, there's only so much that you can do without it getting boring. Um, and I think, you know, starting to write about other things and take, take personal experiences, but like project them onto other characters is something that's sort of really fun. And it gives you a little bit more license to, you know, step out of, you know, concrete personal experience and, and talk about some stuff that you, you wouldn't usually. Uh, yeah, the, the whole the whole EP is different characters um, and they're sort of linked. I've, I've described them, I think I've, what I've said is that they're all the same clown but in different makeup, where they're all sort of these tragic but sort of funny in their own way figures. But yeah, I, I've, I've really enjoyed it. It's something that I'll, I think I'll definitely carry on doing in, to, to some extent, I think. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think I think you undersell yourself, you know. I think you really <laughs> got something. I, I really, really do. Because, like, you know, I go through all this music all the time. And with you, it was something very, very different. Very, Thanks. very different. Very, very unique. And it was really refreshing. Like, really, really refreshing. So I can only imagine how the EP is going to be. I can only imagine, you know... It's going to be brilliant. In the future as well, do you think you could see yourself like collaborating with other people, like other artists on track? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm not I'm not really uh, big on co-writes. I think just because of the, the way that I generally approach things and generally how self-conscious I can be sort of does, it puts up a little bit of a wall immediately. But I definitely, I'm always up for, for working with other people. I've actually um, got a friend over in Belfast, Joel Harkin, great musician um we've been working on something together uh we should be out later this year and that was that was like the first time that i felt like i'd broken through the wall a little bit and it was a really good co-write funnily enough because he's you know because he's across across an ocean uh we did it we did a lot of it over zoom which was totally totally different experience um and i think i'd rather do it in person but still we got a really good song out of it uh, so yeah definitely i think I think working with people outside of the genre that you're working in is 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 a good thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I think you know opening opening up to a bunch of different influences is always going to be beneficial. It's always good to pull from different places and not not just you know dipping your hand in the same pot. I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, looking at your start, it's it's really easy to see that. Like I said before, you've got something different. I can imagine you being quite big. Do you think? If that was to be, do you think you'd be ready for that? You you know, you've just spoke about kind of like personal, like, you know, kind of like personal battles and, you know, um, mental health and this kind of thing and being kind of like self-assured. Do you think that you'd be able to like fit quite easily or do you think that would be quite like difficult? I mean, it, I guess it depends, you know, um, all, I've, all that I've read, I think the more, the more that I do this, the more I just want to uh, play play some nice gigs and write some good songs and if and that's the sort of thing that's the most important is the writing yeah. um, and the performing wherever that goes is sort of as long as i get to keep doing that is sort of the main is that is the main pull and if, if there's a situation where i get to do that more and it doesn't cripple me financially then then happy days um i don't know i'm not i'm not the best at speaking to people all the time so maybe maybe I wouldn't be ready for that, but you know, it's all jobs have their have their downfall. I don't that know. Is, I mean, I mean, no, you're doing well now. You, you, you're doing you, really you, well now. 
So like, you know, I, you know, I think you're pretty good at it. You know what I mean? Like you're doing really, really good with me. So let's move on to kind of like the past again. Yes. Have you got any like experiences that you've had that uh, you can like draw on with your songwriting, um, like jobs or like family or friends, anything like that? Is there anything that you look back in the past and you're like, you know, this is perfect. Like this kind of situation is perfect for a song or anything like that. Yeah, that's really interesting. That's a really good question. Thank you. Some really good questions. <laughs> um, I've never given it too much thought. There's definitely some songs that haven't been released um, where I've I've definitely had a, a person or a place in mind. Other songs, and what I generally tend to do, and I think it's just a style of writing. Uh, the way that I tend to write lyrics is I try and I try not to force it to to start. But I will sort of, when I'm going through periods of not being able to get anything down, I have this heightened awareness for things that people say in conversation. And people speak very poetically. Yeah. Um, some, sometimes the phrases and some of the stuff that people say is is absolute gold and it's not even noticed. And the times where I'm really struggling to to like come up with stuff on my own, I try and pick, stuff, pick up on that and write it down. They often form a really good basis for the song it like becomes this central you know this titular line for whatever character or whatever you know theme that you're talking about and uh, you know and, and i guess naturally because of that there are going to be some some reflections of people in there but it's sort of this more amorphous amalgamated thing where i'm just pulling from from different places to, to build build a new thing um i think when i, I think in my i think in my earlier songs um there was definitely a, there was definitely more there were definitely more rooted in place where I was growing up. Um, since I moved to to uni, and I've, I think I've moved house every year since. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you sort of lose sense of place because I I've, I think this is the longest I've stayed in one one house, and it's not been that long. So I don't I don't think there's so much a there's not so much an emphasis on on place um, as there is on on character, but they're definitely. I mean, subconsciously, there there must be. It must be. You know, I've got to be pulling from somewhere. So, yeah, I mean, definitely. There's only so much you can learn in one place. You know, what I mean, there's only yeah. so much you can learn in one place. This question, it can either be very big or very small. What do you think is your proudest moment so far? Definitely. I mean, you're really, really early in your career, but like. You, you must have some in. Some must be like, oh my god, you know, I'm proud of that. That was that was banging. Honestly, I think um, I try and I try and not look at sort of big big things. And, and I got asked about this before about what my take on happiness was. And it's generally I try and look at, at the smaller, more granular details of stuff. And I think you know there isn't. I've done some really nice gigs, and I've done some I've done some bigger ones to to like you know, a couple thousand people that have been have been lovely. But I I think the things that make me more proud is like, you know, when we work on, on artwork and it comes it comes out exactly like I wanted to. Like the the, the artwork for, for this single and, and the EP was such a labor of love. And you know, being able to like capture that, it's really hard to get the thing that's in your head down. And yeah. especially in like on a in an artistic medium that I'm not like is not my my be- my strongest you know my my strongest suit right? It's I'm not I'm not a filmmaker I'm not a photographer, uh, but being able to to get the thing 
out of my head and go, that's exactly how I want to do it. It's great. And it's similar with music. You know, there's, there's so many proud little moments that come in the studio or, or come when I'm, I'm working on, on stuff where it's like, oh, we did that. We did the thing that I really wanted to do. Or, you know, I've got this little milestone out. They're the big ones, uh, really, for me. But yeah, I, I think I think this single has made me prouder than any of the others. I think like I've I've ticked off a couple of things that I really wanted to do. They got like Radio One, Radio Six Player, and that was really really good. It sort of felt felt like a little little notch in the door where I guess I guess it was a nice little bit of justification that you know it actually is <laughs> it actually is good. You know. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's more just those little things than like one big standout. I try and sort of keep my eye out to to, to things that are, that are happening all the time. That I can be definitely, definitely. I mean, I completely agree about not knowing how things are going to go, and I think sometimes that helps. You know what I mean? You just yeah, yeah, know, sure. and sometimes it turns out better than you're expecting. Some things work, some things don't. But definitely with the headiness stuff, it it seems almost perfect. You know what I mean? It really, really seems good. And I think it's going to get people really, really excited for the EP, um, which I'll let you tell us a bit more about now. You know, uh, when's it coming out? Is there anything exciting that we can expect? Yeah, sure. Um, I, I will just give a shout out to Isaac McInnes over at Crooked Room Studio, who has has helped me make this. Him uh, with a little bit of Brad Blackwell in there as well and uh, a couple of other people that, that came and went. But yeah, the, the EP's out in on the 26th of May. There's... Uh, single coming out, the second single, uh, Comedy, is coming out next month. I think it's pretty much exactly a month. It's on the 12th of April. Um, and there should be a tour, actually, coming up in June to sort of celebrate it. That's, where have we got booked? Let me remember, there's there's London, Manchester, Hull, Leeds, and then there's a hometown show over in my hometown, Bridlington. Um, so that should be that should be really fun. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, looking, I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be great. Banging. Yeah, I mean, it all sounds really, really, really good. Really, really good stuff. Um, yeah, I think that's about everything. I think that's yes. about everything. Brody, it's been fabulous talking to you. I like, really, really thank you for uh, coming. And yeah, just it's great for everyone to get to, get to know you a bit more. When I realized that I was living inside of when I stopped reading romantic fiction When I realized that I never find love And I stopped reading between the lines And the small print on my parking fines And I started taking bad advice from inspiring quotes It said the key to life was this Costs, failure pays dividends, victory holds hands with loss. Tomorrow's happiness comes at no cost. Tomorrow never comes. I swept the telegram for and kale chips for I turned my body into train tracks. My fondest moments became So much better now 
so much better now I feel so much better now That I could just think like you and I Stopped writing coherent words When I realized this dream of consciousness would do and die Started jumping on the trend of justified means without the ends And I know better than your friends And I know that you think so too And I feel so much better now So much better now I feel so much better now 